Welcome to the Blood Cancer Experience, a podcast series presented by the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society of Canada. This series connects people affected by blood cancers to their community with stories of hope, healing, and help. Hello, my name is George Athens. I'm the host for this podcast, and thanks for joining us. Today, we are talking about acute myeloid leukemia, AML, with Dr. Ali Carson. Dr. Carson is a distinguished scientist, scholar, and a professor of pathology and laboratory medicine at the University of British Columbia. Well, first of all, thanks for taking the time to speak with us, Dr. Carson. Um, I guess a little background. Can you uh, tell us about your field of medicine and why you have focused on this area of practice? Uh, thank you. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, so uh, I, I trained uh, uh, as a physician initially and actually uh, did locums working in small towns and, and with uh, non-governmental organizations. But I switched to uh, a, a specialty called hematopathology, which is uh, diagnosis of, of blood diseases, um, because I've always been interested in the blood. And so uh, what a hematopathologist does is, uh, is looks at uh, blood cells, uh, makes diagnoses of cancer and, and other diseases of blood clotting, for instance, and uh, uh, inflammation sometimes. Uh, and so um, that, that's what my clinical practice is, and, and I've tried to align my research to, to, to that. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about acute myeloid leukemia. What is AML? Right. So as you said, it stands for acute myeloid leukemia. Leukemia uh, simply means a cancer of the blood cells. Uh, myeloid is, is a type of white blood cells. And, and acute in medicine generally means of, of sudden onset uh, uh, and, uh, and aggressive. And so uh, if you put it together, acute myeloid leukemia means uh, an aggressive cancer of uh, a type of white blood cell. Uh, so there are three kinds of cells uh, in general uh, that are made in the bone marrow. And these are red blood cells which carry oxygen, white blood cells that fight infection and are responsible for immunity and inflammation. And then the third kind of cell is called uh, platelet, which helps the blood to clot. So if you uh, uh, get a cancer of, of your white blood cells, those cells overgrow your bone marrow. And so you don't produce normal blood cells, and, and that leads to fatigue because you're not carrying enough oxygen, easy bruising and bleeding because your, your normal blood cells that help you clot aren't being made, and the inability to fight infections, so you tend to get more infection. Is there anything people can do to protect themselves against AML? Um, it, uh, the short answer is is no, but uh, but uh, you know maybe in the future as, as we're learning more and and uh, we're learning that that some of the the causes uh, of AML and cancers in general can happen very very early in life, and so maybe as we learn more about that, there there may in the future be uh, something to to help us uh, combat the the start of, of the disease even. Have treatments and success rates improved over say um, the last 10 years? So when I gave a talk uh, on 
AML. Uh, even four or five years ago, I would start with, uh, uh, we haven't had a, a new treatment in AML for the last uh, 40 years. And, and I can no longer begin uh, a talk that way because there has been a remarkable flurry of, of new uh, agents that, that, uh, that target AML in, in the last few years. Uh, and there are continuing to be more clinical trials to, to investigate other, other types of uh, therapies. So um, are you actively involved in this kind of research on a on a day-to-day -day basis, trying to Absolutely. find a cure for AML. Uh, so, uh, absolutely. So, the the way my, my research uh, works, or in general, um, you could break down, you know, the research into trying to understand the mechanisms of AML, uh, and then. Uh, trying to find uh, clinical tests that might help you diagnose or even uh, determine early on before you get the disease uh, that, that there may be something going on. And thirdly, uh, uh, are actually is the development of, of new uh, types of therapies. And you need all three in order to, to uh, move any clinical uh, opportunity forward. And, and we, we do uh, all of those things. Uh, uh, for, for 10 years, I ran the diagnostics lab. And, and what we did is we developed new tests for AML and we translated that into the clinic. Uh, right now, our major focus is trying to understand uh, uh, why AML patients are resistant uh, or relapse from, from therapy. So what, why do the therapies not work? So we, we spend... Uh, uh, a lot of time trying to understand uh, the mechanisms of that and then trying to see how we can bypass that uh, resistance. What is the biggest barrier to, let's say, advancing the research? What could you use or your colleagues use to to just step up things? Is it is it more money or just more time or a combination of all of those things? I'd... Well, I, I think... Um, you know, it, 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 it's a, uh, it is a combination of different things. I mean, the biggest thing we've learned about AML and cancers in general, I think, is, is um, a, a word that we use is heterogeneity, which means uh, uh, everything is different. And when I say everything, I mean, I really do mean everything because each patient with AML is different from another patient uh, with AML because each one of those uh, patients has a different combination of mutations and other changes to their genetic material that, that drives this cancer. And then even within a single uh, AML, one patient's AML, not every uh, cell has the same types of genetic changes. So you might give a therapy that kills one type of cell, but then the other type of cell pops up because it has a different mutation that protects it against the therapy. Yeah. And so that's, uh, that's uh, something we're learning and we keep learning over and over again is that as you um, learn more that, that, that cancers are, are very uh, clever, so to speak. Uh, the, the other issue is, uh, you know, AML is a rare disease uh, with respect to cancers. And, and what we need to advance really is patient samples. 
and so we don't often have enough samples of the the subtype of AML that we're interested in and, and trying to study. And so we're very grateful to, you know, all the patients who who uh, volunteer for research studies, even though we know that uh, in many cases it may not help them as an individual. It's very helpful in moving forward. Uh, and then thirdly, as you mentioned, uh, uh, funding, uh, uh, you know, Canada does not invest uh, as much as other G7 countries in research. And, uh, and if, if COVID has taught us anything, it's that, that scientific research uh, is uh, essential and, and, and can change uh, the course of disease. And, and um, really it's better to be prepared and proactive uh, than to wait for, for bad things to befall us. But, you know, uh, I have to say uh, there's, there's several, uh, private organizations that have stepped in. Uh, the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society certainly has, has been a, a great help in, in uh, supporting our research. Uh, and, and there are other funding agencies that, that help do that. And so, uh, you know, again, we're, we're very uh, thankful and grateful to all the, the donors that, that support these various societies that help fund uh, some of this research. What message would you have for um, those um, impacted by AML? So I think if we go back to how my, my beginning of a seminar has changed to where uh, in the last, uh, before the last five years, we had no new treatments. And in the last five years, there have been several new treatments uh, that have come up, many in clinical trials, but, uh, but already in, in, in practice, we're using these things. Uh, there are new types of uh, cell therapy being developed. Um, and as we learn more about the disease, we're learning uh, about different things uh, we can target. So it's not just uh, trying to kill all the cancer cells. Uh, it it uh, may be that we can keep it under control. We've learned that um, in addition to targeting the cancer cell, that it may be uh, uh, opportune to target the, the bone marrow environment so the cells that support the cancer cells can also be uh, 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 targeted to so that they they can help support the normal cell more than the cancer cell so i think um, the the future is bright i think there there are uh, more uh, therapies coming down the road and and uh, better forms of treatment that uh, that i hope will uh, will will help treat the scourge is there anything else you'd like our listeners to know about AML or the hard work being done to find a cure? Yeah, you know, I, I think uh, the main message is is really to thank the patients for 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 their support in in, in supporting research and 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 the donors uh, uh, because you know uh, we know that it's not easy to raise money and uh, and yet uh, they they've come through in a major way and and I think they should be uh, confident in, in the fact that things are moving forward. And, and we've really seen that in the last few years. And, and I hope that uh, that will, uh, that type of uh, new research will continue to accelerate in the coming years. Okay, good to know. And thanks so much, Dr. Carson, for being our guest today. It's been most interesting. Um, a pleasure to speak with you. Oh, it's been my pleasure. Thank you.
If listeners have any questions about AML or need any support or resources to navigate your experience, I encourage you to connect with a community service manager in your region. For more information, visit bloodcancers.ca. If you liked our podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us wherever you access your favorite podcasts. We also welcome any ideas for our program, so we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email with your suggestions or comments at info at bloodcancers.ca. Finally, this podcast would not be possible without the generous support of Pfizer. Sincere thanks for your participation. Until next time, stay well and stay connected. Thank you for listening to The Blood Cancer Experience, a series of podcasts presented by the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society of Canada. We are committed to supporting the blood cancer community through programs, services, and research.